to give you worship, to give you praise, and to declare that you are the living God. Help to calm down. And to show forth our appreciation to you for the level that you have brought us. You have spoken prophecies over our lives. And in this church will be mighty men in various positions. But we should serve with humility. You said in this church many people shall deliver many. You said in this church we will support and with the fire will fly through Africa. We come to say you are worthy of every praise. We come to say we worship you, the true God. The Father of Jesus and the Father of us all. Be glorified in our midst today. We pray that everyone, O oh God, will hear your word and understand it. So that Satan will not take it from their heart in the name of Jesus. So that we will be doers of your word. We wonder why you paid so much attention to our lives. But we come, O oh God, in all humility to say to you be the glory. To you be the honor. To you be the adoration. Thank you for sparking your fire. Thank you for sparking your power. Even over our lives and in our lives. We bless you today. Oh Lord you are worthy. Oh Lord you are worthy. Oh Lord we magnify your name. Blessed be the name, the only name Jesus. Thank you for your deliverances and your healings. And thank you for the assurance of your power. We bless you forevermore. In Jesus' name. And everyone said, one more time, everyone said, hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. I thank God for. This is more like it, like a Thanksgiving service. Amen. We are so grateful to God for stirring our hearts to bring Him thanks. Because we have no doubt that the Lord has done exceedingly, abundantly, above our imaginations. You believe that? Shout a big Amen. We are very grateful to God. I it's so beautiful how the Spirit of the Lord works. In the course of the service I had, Brother Philip came and he said, shall we sing two songs or three songs? And I said, I don't know. I'm grateful to God that I said, I don't know. And then I said, well, let's see. Maybe in the course of the service, I will know. So I said, only pay attention and look at me. And in the cause of it, I said, go ahead. I'm grateful to God for saving my own life. Amen. For not restricting God.
but allowing God to do. See, for a moment, those who don't have the spiritual eyes, for a moment, there was a short time, there was such a presence of God in this service. Amazing presence for just a short time, a minute or two. And I tell you, something has happened. And we thank God. Hallelujah. And so at a point in my heart, I was saying, Lord, what are we supposed to do? Are we supposed to just sing, sing, sing and finish? I just wanted to be sure. And as soon as he said, it's okay, I gave the sign. Don't take the presence of God for granted. We're going to be experiencing more of such. And people will see real healing and power. Praise the Lord. Glory to Jesus. Would you like to put your hands together in praise, in praise, in praise, in praise of the living God? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Lord. Thank you very much. We bless your name. Hallelujah. I slept a bit late on on Friday night. And I said in my heart, I was going to sleep for a long time because I felt I was a bit tired. But my usual time of waking up came. And all of a sudden, there was this strong voice in my heart. When do you prepare for battle? Of course, I knew that it was the Holy Spirit wanting to ask me something. And I said, I don't know. And then I woke up. When everybody in my house was resting because they were quite busy in the week. There were no movements in my house. So I went to my solitary place and I began to talk with the Lord. And he said, prepare for battle. And as I was hearing those things, I said to myself, okay, how do I do it? He said, I told you. And then this voice came so strong with a theme that was given to us on this convention. Luke chapter 12, verse 35. And so I like for you to say it three times and, and let it hit your heart very strong. Praise the Lord. One, two. Let your waist be gathered and your lamps burning. One, two. For the last time. Praise the Lord. We already have had a great exposition in all dimensions about the scripture. And so when it came back again, I looked at it. I didn't say because 
I have seen the men of God read it, so I won't. So I opened the Bible and I looked at it again. And as I was just looking at it, then this warmth came strong on me. And immediately I picked the Bible and I knew where to go. The Lord has spoken to me where to go. And he was so very clear to me. He said, you don't prepare for battle when you are standing in the battlefield. Are you listening to me? For instance, if we needed a breakthrough on an issue, it is not time to put on the whole armor of God. The whole armor of God should have put on, should have been put on long before. And as God spoke those things to me, and I said, hey, if there is any time to prepare for the battle, it is now. Hallelujah. And so may you understand the word of God in this short time and be ready. And the title of the message has been given already. When do, when do you prepare for battle? Praise the Lord. Are you listening to me? Today I don't want to try and help out nice. I don't want anything, even a comma, to be stolen from the heart of any of us. Let the word of God hit your heart and stay there. Amen. You know, the man David is the man that the Spirit of the Lord brought up to me about how he was prepared for battle. And he did not know that he was being prepared for the battle until he landed in the midst of the battle. And when others were trying to talk him out, he simply said, is there not a cause? In other words, I've been prepared. I will deal with the enemy and the glory of God will be seen. Praise the Lord. Listen to me and pay attention. I want the mentality of the children of God as we were told one of the days. To be trained. Let's be trained to be prepared. Instruction is so clear. So that when you walk into any situation, you are already prepared. It's, good. it's a good time to say amen. amen. When you walk into any situation... You should not be overwhelmed. Neither should you be dismayed. Neither should there be a fear in your heart. Rather, it would have been, it is time for God to be known. Praise the Lord. So we are preparing for the war, for the battle now. 
when God said that to me, of course I knew it by his grace. I knew that he's telling me that prepare because it's, it's coming. If, if, if it's not coming, he will not tell you that. It's coming. Let's look at something beautiful from First Samuel chapter 17. And I'll read from verse, verse 31 to 38. I'll break and then I'll take it to 38 to 51 and then we will see. But the summary of it all is that the, the, the people of the Philistines have come. And they have come to the land of Judah. If you study carefully, they came to the border of Judah, the other side of Judah, to fight Israelites. They didn't go. Satan came to the doorstep to fight them. And for 40 days, which has a lot of revelation, you can sometimes be tormented for 40 days. But the day is coming when the man who is prepared will come and wipe off all the nonsense of Satan. So the Bible said, for 40 days, this guy who was a champion has his hands so fearsome looking when you see it huge will come and stand there and taunt the armies of Israel insult them and said he was dictating the pace this is how we are going to fight the battle we are all now coming to crash if you have watched films you see that in the olden time this is how they fought everybody would just take off and everybody would just come. And then they will funtum. <laughs> so the smart ones will win. He said, we will do it this way. First of all, give me a champion like myself. I stand on behalf of my people. And I want you to give me someone. So we can do it. And for 40 days... When this guy, the Bible said, morning and evening, he will come and insult the people of God. And when he's coming from his cage into the battlefield, one mountain here, one mountain there, Israel on that one, Philistines on that one. When he's coming, as soon as he opens his mouth with one stroke, Men run like a dog that you have taken a stick who has put his tail into his legs and is running off. And every man became a woman. Including handsome and strong men. But there was somebody who was not considered. He was not qualified to even be selected as a warrior. There is wisdom in God. 
I don't know how. We're going to take this in and allow the Spirit of God to move us where He wants to get us to. He was a small boy, so we declare. And I guess there was a reason why he was not selected because he was too small to be selected. But I thank God that there is something, no, not something, there is a man called the Holy Ghost. May you be filled with the Holy Ghost. He decided to work and go to the heart of Papa Jesse and say to Papa Jesse, I'm giving you a summary from verse 1 so that I start reading. Papa Jesse, we haven't heard much from the battlefield. The battlefront, we haven't heard anything. So send your small boy. Let him go and bring some cake and cheese to your sons. So Papa Jesse calls his boy, very handsome boy, who is a shepherd. Of course, he has to be the shepherd because he was the small boy. And said, go and find out how the battle is going. Because for 40 days, nobody has come to say anything. And we are not sure what is happening. Maybe their stock of food is finished. And I don't want my sons to go hungry. Take some food for my sons. And then when you go, bring me a word. Blessed be Jesus. David now carries his things, take the food, find some young man and say, take care of what I do. Take care of the sheep. And let me go. I'm on an assignment. Now, I love that when I read a scripture, there are some things that are not very clear, but by the Spirit you see them. I saw David very excited, very happy. Oh my God, tomorrow morning I can see David in the night. He was told the night before. He was so excited and saying, Ah, my God, tomorrow dawn I'm hitting the road. I'm just going to see what is happening and I'm going to give my moral support. When he turned to take his back, then he remembered that there is this small thing that he uses to put on himself with some stones and from time to time he will just say, like you, you're too tight. Man was very happy. Somehow he took a step and the Holy Ghost said, no, you will need this thing. And then David said in his heart, oh, but you know, this thing, what can he do? Anyway, if you have said so, let me take it. May when the Lord says something, may you hear. David now picks up. He hangs the thing on him with his pocket, 
ready to take some stones on the way. And then he gets there. When he gets there, now when the words of David, when he gets there, all he saw was all of a sudden, some guy, huge, bigger, well-dressed in metals, everywhere protected. He had somebody in front of him who is holding his spear. And then all of a sudden, David goes and he gets excited. He goes to his brothers. Papa sent me to bring you some cake. And so how are you doing? Then the senior brother just quickly collects and says, What are you doing here? Get a clear off from here. David said, Oh, okay, you, this is the food. I finished my business. And then as David turns, this guy comes around and he says, You people of Israel, give me a man to fight with. And whoever wins will now deal with the rest of the people. Foolish people. I curse you with my, the God I serve. Now David's back was like this, talking to people. And then all of a sudden, he turns around and he sees this guy. And David turns again and says, who is this guy? Ha, blessed be Jesus. <laughs> By the way, by the time he said, who is this guy, the people have retreated and ran off. So he goes to another group of people and says, who is this guy? Now the brother comes around and he says, what are you doing here? Young can think of for a journey. Strong men like us are, do you see that? Don't bring your arrogance here. Now, when he said that, David said, who is this guy? Brethren, I pray that your eyes will be open. For the one who is on your side is greater than the one in the world. May you accept this into your heart in Jesus' name. Now when the words, so David said, oh, please, please, who is this guy? If I release one lion, he will run. If I release a bear, if a bear comes here right now, he will go. And I face them. I will deal with him. Listen. I want to fight. And somebody said, do you know the king has promised that whoever fights this guy, he will give his daughter. In those days, it was prestigious to marry from the royal home. And then they a free bonto. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? I want faith to rise up in your heart in the name of Jesus. Now when the words of David spoken were heard, they reported them to Saul. And he sent for him. Let's continue quickly, please. And he sent for him. 
Then David said to Saul, I love this. Brethren, can we begin to say this to one another? Brother, do I Somebody shout and make a big amen. Yeah. Say, Brother Edu, there's no cause for alarm. Don't be worried. The Lord has anointed us to take care of that. And he will surely do it. Amen. David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go and fight this Philistine. May the Lord give you boldness to face every situation in the name of Jesus. This is what the church is lacking. The church has become too worldly. And the church only sees by physical eye. May you from this moment see by the spiritual eye. When you see by the Spirit, you talk differently. The problem we have had is that so many of us are calling it reality. We don't care for reality. We care for faith in the Son of God. So the Bible said, Saul now talks in the natural. May you not talk in the natural. You are not able to go against him. May I announce to you, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. This Philistine, to fight with him, you are not able to fight with this Philistine. For you are a youth. A child of God who is here this morning. Your youthfulness doesn't mean anything. It is no restriction. In the name of Jesus. Are you listening? Let no man despise thy youth. So says the beautiful New Testament. Shout glory to God. So, we are not talking youth. Listen. Youth, you will save your parents. So if you are youth here, may you come to the understanding that I have a contribution to make. Don't worry your parents by letting them become devastated. May, they, may you become profitable to them. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So you are, you are youth. He, a man of war from his youth. Thank God that he started as a man of war from his youth. Me too, I can start from my youthful time. This is to encourage somebody. Ruth, you are starting from your youthful time. Why are you not saying amen? You you remember Reverend Asa said in the course of the week that we are too diplomatic. But this morning I saw that God had to break diplomacy small. 
So let's receive freedom to operate. Shout a big amen. amen. I will preserve that testimony. Thank you, Lord. So, but David said to Saul, Your servant used to keep his father's sheep. And when a lion and a bear came and took a lamp out of the flock. Yes, continue. I went out after it. And I struck it. And delivered the lamp from its mouth. And when it rose against me, I caught it by the beard. And I struck and killed it. This is a man. This is a man. (coughs) May you believe the word of God. You see, God didn't do magic. Are you listening? God didn't daze the lion or the bear. He came with his full strength. I want you to know, no matter how Satan comes with his full strength, (coughs) the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you. So when you see situations, (coughs) don't be afraid. May God open your eyes to see this. When you go and sleep, may God open your eyes to see how this is done. When he came against me, I am able to hold him. No, the lion has some long teeth. The dangerous one. I don't know what it's called. Because I'm not the Canaan. Oh, I... The fans. Hey. Mm. That one, or the bomwa, you are finished. If you have watched this wonderful um, <clears throat> um, 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 TV channel, National Geography, you see when they have a prey and they are going. Sometimes some of the animals they will catch are also, they've tried to fight back. But they will have a place where they will just mm, and finish you. But this lion, may you see the picture of the Lord in the name of Jesus. This lion turns and the man of God with his hands holds the thing and just... When the spirit of the Lord comes upon us, for we can do all things through him. Praise the Lord. If there is anything we need, it's the Holy Ghost. If there is anything we need, if there is anything we need, because you see, when the Holy Ghost comes upon a man, he can have his physical being like this. But he will be strengthened with might by the inner man. And it will force the ordinary hand to become something undescribable. Can hold and break 
situations. And this is what God is going to do for us. Your servant has killed both lions and bears. The uncircumcised Philistines, listen, I like the testimony of this man. The uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them. Your, your, the demon will be like one of them. Saying, listen to some things and learn. The man was so careful about God. And it was not the interest of David that I am a macho. He got upset because you have done it against God. And learned any time you became zealous for God, God would anoint you. So the Bible said, Seeing he has defiled the armies of the living God. When a man, do you know, let's just walk aright. When we begin to walk aright and God takes pleasure in us, the battle is the Lord. So, now his reference point. Now, before I go ahead, are you seeing something? When he spoke in the verse 36, do you see what he said? In the verse 36, that's where he had his, 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 your servant has killed. You know something? So the work was done long time ago and the preparation was done long time ago for such a day like this. So you see that most of the time, it is when we are confronted with demonic situations, that's when we get stirred up and we are, our minds are running everywhere. Lord, I put on the armor of Christ. I no, no, no. Put it on whilst it's a good day. Amen. So that when you meet the situation at that time, God would have said, I have fed you enough. Now is the time you have to pay for all the feeding. It was that Cain who said so. He said, I have fed you. You know the king who, who, who took some people and kept them aside. But Fred, he kept them aside and fed them. They were being fed from the king's table every day. And then he, he dreamt. And then he said, somebody had to tell me the dream. The, the people said that. We can't explain. But you have to tell. He said, don't talk nonsense. You think I was feeding you for nothing. If you don't tell me the dream, then you are, tell, you, are, you, are, you are going to tell me a lie. If I tell you, because you will confuse me. You are now going to find all kinds of means to interpret the thing. And I'll be, but if you tell me the dream I have dreamt, then I will believe you. When you give me the interpretation. That king was wise, eh? Because man can always find, they can say, yeah, you know, you know, you know, you know, when Jehoshaphat told Ahab that, oh, let's find another man. After 400 people have prophesied, he said, the other one is coming. He won't say anything good. Now, 400 against one. But he said, Cain shouldn't talk like that. Let's bring him. And when the man started talking, somebody slapped him from the back. Because he was contrary to the 400. I'm so excited. Stay at peace with God. See what the Bible is saying. He gives his credentials. And I want to beg everybody, 
This week, God has done something. Continue in the same spirit. Continue to prepare for the war which is coming. The battle, when it comes, you know, may I sound a caution. It is not time for you to say, oh my God, this thing again. It is time for you to say, this time round, you have no place. You believe that? Shout a big amen. See, the man has been prepared. Let's go to 37. Joshua, we're there at 37. And, and then the Bible said that, he said, moreover, David said, the Lord who delivered me, the Lord who did what? Who do what? Call, read, who do what? Uh -uh. Are you here at all? Okay, start from verse 1. 1, 2. Shout a big amen. amen. Glory to Jesus. Lord said today, uh, Saul said to David, after he has heard a confession of faith, and that's one of the things we always, we are always afraid because we see the reality, and therefore instead of telling God, instead of telling that, listen, this my God is able to do, this my God can do, we say that I may be, or we keep our mouth shut, I say to you in the name of Jesus, speak the truth you know from the word of God. Hallelujah! If you would turn your mouth to speak right, you will see the glory of God. Now let's take it from verse 38. I love this scripture very much. So said, clothed. Now, the, God gave me a good revelation here. And so clothed David with his armor. And he put a bronze helmet on his head. And he also clothed him with a coat of mail. David fastened his sword to his armor and tried to walk. I need somewhere. You don't have the wall. You don't have the... <laughs> you know, God, God showed me something here on. Please, don't try anything you are not used to. People are used to going to profit, to receive something. Just have faith and use the ammo he has given to you. You are also a child of God. Where he needs a prophet and a pastor to come in, he will provide. Hallelujah. So, David, I, I love the statement. He said, hmm. I wish I can say this in a way. Huh? Don't you know I'm anointed? <laughs> Hallelujah! It will, be, it will sound very good in a way. Hmm. 
I told you. Praise the Lord. It sounds better crowd than English. Praise the Lord. Shout glory to Jesus. Doesn't it sound good? This is my daughter. You are... Now, you see, I, I want you to see by the Spirit, I want you to see by the Spirit as you are watching TV, as, as if you are watching TV. I want you to see it like that. When God appears to you and shows you things like that, that's when you would appreciate. May do it. The brother must have been in something like a sample. But he said, I will give you something else to protect you. He said, okay, because you are the king, I won't refuse you. They put a thing on him and he said, fast. Glory, glory, glory. When you are reading where the word of God may the Holy Ghost visit you. And sometimes just be by your side and say, let's look at this film. So you can have faith. So he said, I cannot walk with these. The man was protected by metal on his chest. The man was protected everywhere. But he did not know that there was a small portion on the top of, on the forehead. God will enter through there. The people of God, Lord, confirm your word in the name of Jesus. You visited me on Saturday, dawn. May you visit your people in the name of Jesus. So David took them off. Take some people off. Some things off. Some advice off. And go back to Bible. I didn't hear you say amen. Take them off. Take fear off. Take those friends off. Those who never see anything good. Who are always talking things that are not in line with the word of God. If God raised the dead, he heals the sick. If even doctors told you, the Lord is able to dissolve it. In the name of Jesus. Believe the word of the Lord and you will prosper. Hallelujah. And so the Bible said, so he took them off. He took them off. He took them off. Verse 39. Then he took his staff. The one that you are used to. Mpaibono. 
The prayer that you have been praying, the simple one. You know, now prayers have come into different directions. Eh? You know, Reverend Dr. Asante was telling us some of them. You, you remember he said, he said we have gotten to the point now in Kumasi. Oh, of course, everything will start from Kumasi. It's like the way everything starts from America. May you deliver Kumasi. He said now, the tongues prayer has moved to a dimension where they are singing. They will be singing. Somebody will say, Hey. May we not be found like that. So don't start getting up early in the morning. Instead of being in the presence of the Lord or late at night, that prayer that has been happening at the corner of the park, that people have been going and you think that they are praying, so you to go and join them. May the Lord deliver you from that. Amen. Just stay with the Lord in your closet. Amen. Do you know sometimes in the closet prayer, you don't even utter anything. You are just there. But there's a presence of the Lord. And he who can hear your voice can also read from your heart. He took the staff. Then he took his staff in his hand. And he chose for himself five smooth stones. problem. I need only this. You remember I told you that when the father had sent him, when he was going, he only took that thing, but there were no stones. But on the way, he found the stones. So he took it and said, five is enough. So this brother from the brook, that's where he took it from, and put them in the shepherd's bag. Hey! In the porch where he had, in that porch, and his string was in his hand, and he drew closer to the Philistine. I love this song. You know, sometimes I see the Lord would do something to stir the heart of an enemy so that he will open the door more. When he saw the state of this nice, ruddy, reddish-looking guy, he got very angry that they don't respect him to have brought. He wanted to see, you see, do you know that Saul was taller than anybody? Even the tallest man himself was afraid. He wanted Saul, who was very tall and was very, very, you know, presentable. So, I can understand why David, when he got the thing, in fact, it was like, you know, you know, you know, if, if, if I have my boo-boo and I give it to Pastor Bimpong, it will be over you, laddie. <laughs> you see, the fantasy would say, if Pastor Bimpong wears my boo-boo, he'll be, he'll be swallowed in. So, I can see David swallowed up in this thing. 
I'm not used to this. There is something that I'm used to. I can take it. And I will swing it around. And I will not fail. May the word of your God in your mouth never fail. He drew now to this guy. And when the Philistines looked, why are you changing? So the Philistine came and began drawing to David. And the man who bore the shield went before him. See, even the guy is so strong that he would just say, give it to me here. So the boy, where is someone? Elijah. Brought it. You know, are you excited about the word of God? Be, be excited. Amen. Don't be dull about it. Because the power of God will come. Amen. So, his small boy, who was also a giant, has come. See? All this appearance is not for the name of the Lord. I want you to see that sometimes the appearance of evil may scare you. Hallelujah. Although he's able to knock the head. Lizard is able to do this, but inside there's nothing. Praise the Lord. So, he looked and saw David, and he disdained him. He looked down on him. He said, what is that? The battles I have fought, you bring me this. So he disdained him, for he was only youth, ruddy and good looking. If he was a good looking, he should have taken note that the good looking can make the ugly finish. Do you know you are a good looking child of God? And Satan has always been ugly. Have you noticed that some of the dreams that some time ago you used to dream, they are very, very bad looking. You are precious in his sight. And so good looking guy, the next verse, 43, so the Philistine said to him, am I a dog? Indeed you are, but you didn't know. Somebody had to let you know that you are a dog. Satan has always... You see, I love the way um, my dear senior brother, Papa, Reverend Dr. Abua Ofer. Now, I, I haven't asked him about, but that name, Abua, Obuanipa. Praise the Lord. So, the guy says, am I a dog that you come to me with sticks? He, he saw it as, you know, he saw it as Sticks and what? And the Philistine cursed David. I mean, he was so angry instantly that he cursed David by his gods. When they put it on you, it shall not be. For the gods are dead. I read something from Book of Corinthians, and I love it very much. I think chapter 8 or so there, he talks about... The fact that, so we know that 
there are no gods. I preach that days that I won't go to move by the Holy Ghost in the villages where there are demons, that's, those are the scriptures I use. For we know that there is no God. They are demons. And they will fly. Praise the Lord. The Philistine said to David, Come to me and I will give your flesh to the birds of the air and the beasts of the field. David said to the Philistines, I love this portion and that's what you must do. One, two. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the army of Israel, whom you have defiled. Hallelujah! You have something. You see, let me tell you something. Don't have too much faith in what you have. But have faith in the written word of God. That is the bottom line. Don't have too much faith and hope in what you have. What you have can be finished one day. Jesus said to them, the sisters... You know something? There is only one thing that is needful. And your sister has chosen that. Whenever the word of God is available, it is all you need. Somebody shout a big amen. Amen. I don't think I can finish the sermon. It is too fantastic. It is too fantastic. The Bible said, you come to me with this. But let me remind you. I come in one thing. Brother, may the word of God be precious to you. May the spirit of God be precious to you. This day, you see how the guy spoke and see how David spoke. This day, the Lord will deliver you into my hand. And I will strike you. And I will take your head from you. Kabajabaya! And this day I will give your carcasses of the camp of the Philistines to the best of the air. And the wild beast of the air. That all the earth may know, all the earth may know, all the earth may know that what? Get ready, I'm going to preach on that subject. There is a God. Praise the Lord. So he said, this day, you know, I have come to settle. Brethren, if you don't have anything, you have God. Amen. Let that sink deep in your heart. Amen. When that is deep, you will never walk in jealousy. Amen. You will never walk in, Lord, why is it that everybody, everybody? You will never walk like that. Now, I have done a lot of wacky things. And sometimes I go to places and I would say in my heart, Lord, you know, all of these people, apart from those who are born again, I'm greater than them all. I do confess things like that, especially if it's a matter of maybe we are going for something and they are trying to find out who is this and that, and it has never failed me. I say, Lord, you know, all of these people there, you know that I'm washed by the blood. So um, it's coming from my heart. I'm washed by the and I'm better than them. So, you know, I'm, you know. And then most of the time I hear reports that you were better than everybody else. When I was younger and I used to do those things. 
Today, I don't have time for those things. I have time for spiritual weeping. Praise the Lord. Now, the man spoke that you may know that there is a God in Israel. You must know that there is a God who had come to visit us. Then all this assembly shall know that the Lord does not save. And this is a very good one you should underline in your Bible. The Bible says, then all the assembly shall know that the Lord does not save with sword, spear. For the battle is who? The battle is who? And he will give you unto my hands. Oh, shout hallelujah. See the things that the man was boastful about. Remember the scripture has said that if anybody has to boast, let him boast that he knows the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, we will take delight in the fact that we know the Lord. We will take delight in the fact that we are saved. Hallelujah. So the Bible said, quickly, 48. So it was when the Philistines arose and came near to meet David. Hide. Sapon, 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 sapon. You, you are too big. Who is small again? Okay. There's no small man here. There's no small man. Okay, it's all right. It's okay. But Ophori is too big a man. <laughs> Hallelujah. Michael is too tall. Albert, he's a married man. Anyway, by the way, praise the Lord. So the Bible said, you see, I like this encounter. Let me tell you something before we close. By the time this thing is taking place, if you are not somebody who trusts in the Lord and you see this giant coming and you are facing him, your faith can disappear. And that's what happens to some of us. From this day, may it never happen again. So the Philistines arose and came near to David, and David hurried and ran towards the army to meet the Philistines. Can you imagine? Instead of you scaring me, I will face you like that. So he came and met the man. Then David put his hand into the bag. And took out the stone. And he slung it and struck. And the thing didn't go nowhere. It was never off target. Straight. Let me read it so you see sank into the forehead and he fell on his face to the earth. Your enemy is falling to the ground. When the spirit of the Lord comes into a matter, the devil came in one way. In his return, he'll be too scattered that he will find seven ways to disappear. Praise the Lord. Verse 50. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a string and stone and struck the Philistine and killed him. 
but there was no sword in the hand of David. What kind of God is this? You know, sometimes what I've seen God do is the thing that the enemy will do can later become a good tool for you. For all things work together for good to them that love God. And to those who are called according to his purpose. May we flow in the purpose of God. May we just magnify Jesus. Hallelujah. And in the verse 51, and I will stop here and I will read and then we'll finish. Therefore David ran over and took the sword. Drew it out of his shell and killed him. And cut off his head with it. And when the Philistines saw that the Philistines saw that their champion was dead. Was dead. Was dead. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Let me conclude with this. First John chapter 4 verse 4. Today is a Thanksgiving service. And we will give thanks. Hallelujah. You are of God, little children. And have done what? Oh, I'm not hearing. And have done what? Now, did you notice that the ways that God said for us is that your overcoming took place long time ago. It is not now. David overcame Goliath long before in the bush. So may I say to you, prepare for the day of battle. Preparation is not done when you are facing the battle. You remember some guys met a demon in the New Testament and a man, a man who was mad. The other day I was talking with the Lord and he said, why is it that people don't believe that there are evil forces that is fight, especially those who have learned too much? Why is it they don't believe? Whenever you meet them, tell them that, have they seen mad, mad man before? And I said, yeah. You see, a madman was not born mad. Something jumped on him to jam everything in the soul. That's why he started acting like that. So those of us who sit here and don't believe that they are evil forces, you, the earlier you believe to deal with them, the better you. Otherwise, one of these days, well, in the man, <laughs> but if you believe that they are there and therefore you've been equipped to do it, you will deal with them one by one. You are of God. Would you say to your neighbor, you are of God? If you are sitting by your wife, speak the thing into the nose and to the eye and everything. If you are sitting by a sister, you are of God. You didn't say it one more time. You are of God. Ah, I want to stop on this. There's more I can release. 
But some of you don't have the container. You are full already. So, say it one more time. You are of God. Hallelujah! Tell your neighbor you are of God. And you have overcome the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world. Your faith. Bow your heads with me. Thank you, Lord.